Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hello and welcome to True Romance. This is Devin Leary and um, I'm actually not joined by Carolina Barlow today. I'm lucky for I'm everyone. By, <laughs> lucky for everyone. It's your lucky day. Happy Thursday. I'm actually joined by a friend of the pod, Beth Jacobs Cohen. You hey may y'all. remember her from our, our Bachelor episode with Kendall Long. Um, Beth, thanks for stepping up today. Yeah, no problem. I heard that um, Carolina wasn't doing very well on the podcast and uh, the executives were looking for a fresh breath of air. <laughs> they did. They did use those exact words, um, breath of fresh air for for why they didn't want um, Carolina to be here. No, in all seriousness, we know that Carolina couldn't be here because of a really important event. I guess to her, it's an important event since she dropped everything and um, went to Texas as soon as they lifted the mask ban. She was on a plane to Texas. I mean, Beth and I both said that's a little risky. I mean, you're really going to get on a plane and go to one of the places where where COVID is has spread the most. And she said, yeah, to me, it's worth it. She said, um, that's the point. You're missing the point. She said, <laughs> she said what are you not hearing? Do you understand the words that are coming it's out my of my God given right to mouth? breathe? She said, what does this mask even do? Because when you fart, your pants don't stop it from going out into the air. That's what she said. I I heard that once. I heard that from a wise man, woman. (laughs) No, but in all seriousness, we do understand that uh, that Carolina had to go to Texas. She did have a really important event that she had purchase tickets to. And that that was um, Ulrich's Backyard Barbecue's official brisket sandwich eating competition (laughs) um every year they have this competition and see who can eat a 30 pound brisket sandwich slathered in Ulrich's uh famous bbq sauce and tm and bacon fat so they they have this 
this competition to see who can eat that in under 30 seconds. And Caroline has always wanted to do it. Well, she always like has this mantra where she won't pay for an item of clothing, no matter where it comes from, off the street, in the garbage. Um, she just refuses to pay. So my understanding is you get a free t-shirt if you win. <laughs> so right there she was sold. But then, then when she found out if you win the meals free, I mean, that was it. It was game over. That was it. <laughs> game over. She was there. She was risking her life and other people's lives. Are we allowed plane. to say? Are we allowed to say? <laughs> she won. She won, you guys. It was all worth it. Oh, my God, you guys. I'm sorry. I should have waited she... for her to tell you guys. I'm sorry. I know. It's kind of like it's one of those things where it's like it's her news to tell. It's not our news to share. Well, hopefully but this comes at the out same after time, she posts it on her Instagram and Facebook. I know that as soon as her health issues as a result of eating 30 pounds of brisket <laughs> in 30 seconds, as soon as those subside, I know she'll be posting on her Instagram and her Facebook. I'm sure she's going to change her timeline cover photo to this photo that we saw of her where she's sitting in her old Rick's t-shirt with uh, bacon fat, bacon grease stained all over the front she looks um, so happy. in her hair. She looks she so, looks so happy. happy. That's the thing. <laughs> To see your friends truly happy is one of the greatest privileges in life. So there's nothing. There's nothing like it. So everyone write to Carolina. Tell her that you're so proud. And yeah, just tell her like you love her and you hope that her uh, digestive system recovers. And yeah, I just remembered that I did a trivia game with Beth and Carolina. This is uh, real talk, guys. (laughs) Um. I truly did do a trivia game with Beth and Carolina and they were on the same team and <laughs> there was a round that was fashion, like like name this fashion item. And Carolina told me that Beth told her she could sit this round out if she was hungry. <laughs> In any case, Beth, thank you so much for being here with us today. I'm so excited. And trivia was so fun, but I felt targeted by the New Jersey round because everyone on the team looked to me for answers about whether the quote was from Real Housewives or Jersey Shore. And I only got three of 10, right? And now no one believes me when I say I'm a true Jersey girl. So I only blame you. Listen, I only blame you, Devin, and I won't be participating next time. Thank you. Just kidding. It was so fun. (laughs) I did write a trivia game and another friend of the pod, Tess, said, like, just so you know, people do get, like, angry and some people will, like, get upset about the questions. And and I was like, my friends? Oh, no, no, no. That's not my friends you're talking about. And then little do I know, I get on the Zoom and people are like, how could you do this to me? Um, So, you know. Hate everyone. You win some, you lose some. So... We are so excited for our guest today. She is the co-founder of Betches Media and the co-host of the Betches Brides podcast, as well as the You Up podcast, which I'm a personal big fan of. And she also created a dating app called Ship. Ship is so much fun. I actually downloaded it recently um, because you can set up your friends. So I always think that I being a success story of of dating apps of online um, dating yes really just want to take the wheel for for some of my single friends who need it carolina um mm-hmm. so the whole premise is that you can like your friends can download the app and swipe for you and then make matches for you and then you can send messages to like hype up the date so 
it's amazing and I can't wait to talk to her about it. It's better than Bumble, in my opinion. Wow. I wish it was around when I was still on the scene. Well, Jen, um, Ben has been very jealous when he's seeing me swiping, but I need to explain to him. I, I tried to like do it on the flip side where I'm like, it's fine. It's for my friends. But like if I saw him critically looking at women's photos. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. I would be like I would literally walking out the it. right now. <laughs> <laughs> because the way I'm doing it, I'm like, I'm reading their bios. I'm like, oh, they went to oh, Johns Hopkins. Okay. <laughs> All right. And then I'm clicking in. I'm, I'm thinking. Ooh, the- CEO at self-employed. Exactly. Okay. I'm like, whoa, whoa, we were. No, but I'm literally <laughs> zooming in My on husband. photos. <laughs> My husband. Um, <laughs> closely zooming in on photos. And again, I'm like this. Uh, okay. I'm being a good friend. I didn't realize that was bad. But I just. Ew, no, it would it wouldn't fly if if the shoe was on the other foot. But you know what? Perks of being a woman, we gotta have some. The shoe's not on the other foot, Ben. <laughs> the shoe was not on it's, the other foot, so it's on our right foot. <laughs> and I make the rules, so I'll be shipping. <laughs> uh, but it really is so fun for anyone looking. Well, for a way to Carolina is blessed to have you looking for her next soulmate, and I hope that you can use that brisket eating competition photo on her profile. Um. <laughs> All right, (laughs) (laughs) we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back with our interview for this episode. I want true romance. Hacks is back for season three and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
Hello, True Romance listeners. We have a very exciting guest for you today. She is the co-founder and chief revenue officer of Betches Media, which I'm sure you see all over your Instagram feed every day. <laughs> Betches is a multi-platform media company for millennial women. She also oversaw Betches' launch of Ship, a dating app that lets your friends set you up. She is a dating and relationship advice expert, and you may also know her as the co-host of the Betches Dating Podcast, You Up, which I love, or the Betches Brides Podcast, which I'm not familiar with, but hopefully, <laughs> hint, wish. hint, I'll get to uh, relate to soon. <laughs> Please welcome Jordana Abraham. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Hi, Jordana. Hi. Thanks for joining us. So excited to be here. We're so excited to have you. I am a You Up listener. Someone recommended it to me when I started online dating. Um, actually, I think it was my coworker because I would come into work every day with like a different story to like gripe about <laughs> about <laughs> someone who was, um, you know, just a terrible date. And my friend was like, "You should listen to You Up. <laughs> you need um, help." <laughs> Yeah, she was like, I think you need to talk to somebody or listen to some experts. Yeah. Yeah. That's Um, great. Yeah. So so how did you come up with the idea for You Up? What was kind of the journey of that podcast? Um, So You Up is the second podcast that we ever launched from Betches. Um, I mean, dating has always been a really, um, you know, fascinating topic for me personally so I think um on that I was always interested in dating and like especially modern dating and especially like the sort of like different ways that men and women look at dating or they encounter Mm -hmm. different dating scenarios um and Jared who's my co-host um kind of has has had a lot of like really funny dating commentary and has been answering questions about dating for like a super long time and so it really felt like a natural um chemistry and a natural next step for batches to create the show and um it's one of my favorite things to do i love i love the podcast and so great to hear that um you might may have found it helpful or at least uh had, had a sense of i'm not alone in these absurd you know dating encounters that we that we get a lot today no it's so helpful because not only because I got to hear like a heterosexual male's perspective (laughs) on things, which I do have guy friends, but I didn't necessarily feel comfortable asking them about like my dating app bio (laughs) or what if it was attractive. But also just because the every episode is titled with what the topic, whatever quandary someone has written in about or multiple people have written in about. Um, So I would literally go on and see like the exact thing I was dealing with, like this guy ghosted me, but he won't stop looking at my Instagram stories or whatever. I mean, that's a bad example, but that was so helpful about is just seeing the exact thing I was dealing with. I also think it's just nice because since they are anonymous questions, you don't have to be nice. I mean, you could just be honest with whoever's writing in. And I just, (laughs) I, 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 I like so often want to be direct with my friends, but like I kind of feel mm-hmm. like I have to delude them in a way. Um, totally. But, yeah. Uh, oh, and just to backtrack, I went to Cornell at the same time as you. Oh, yeah. So I'm oh, cool. so impressed. Well, you're gra- and happy. You graduated in 2011? 2012. Oh, cool. Yeah. Awesome. So I, I've, been a, I've been a fan since the Betches Love This pot, you know, blog from <laughs> Website. the beginning. Yeah, yeah exactly. And over the years, you know, people have been like, wait, did you know those girls went to Cornell? And I'm like, yeah, we were really close. I mean, Tommy, <laughs> J-Dog, Aileen. So <laughs> totally. Yeah. Now you can set the record straight. Just tell everyone now, like, yes, I know Beth. 
We were very close. <laughs> we're best friends. Yes. I mean, we now, now, now we are very close. So, now we yeah. are. Now I it's know. the I truth. I don't even have yes. to lie. But no, I just I wanted to say that. Obviously, I've been watching since the beginning, and it's so impressive what you guys have done. But in college, especially, you know, there were so many examples where we would be like, what do you think I should do? Like, he hasn't. I had a friend, for example, who asked a guy for formal, and he didn't right. respond for three days. Oh, wow. We're like, we're like, he's probably, it's just He's final. just studying. Yeah. He's just in like, the library. He, yeah. he likes you. No, like, I know for sure he likes you. But I think if they were to write into you up, you'd be able to say, like, he doesn't. Totally. Like and you. I mean, that's like, interested. that's the, the nice thing I, or the bad thing or the nice thing. I don't know. Either way, you could s- yeah. see it um, about answering these questions in the podcast is like we don't have any skin in the game and we're right. also like you're we don't have to look at you while we tell you he doesn't like you <laughs> right. so it's a little bit easier but yeah we try to I mean we try to look at it look at all the questions from like the perspective most of them are not really that personal they're more about yeah. like the other person person obviously dating is very personal but right. I think a lot of the times people take dating so personally um and it's not really about like you doing something right or wrong. It's just about uh, not being the right match for someone. Yeah. Yeah. I, especially I love when you guys read the text conversations. Uh, there's so many oh, yeah. of them where I'm like, I wish you could have intervened earlier. Like when, when you right. see the direction, the conversation. It's too late for you. <laughs> I know. I'm like, you just delete this number. But it's there's so no fun. coming back from this. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's true. I also like whenever I ask friends for advice, especially when I was dating and didn't know like how to respond to something, I feel like I always felt the need to include every single screenshot of like the full Oof, conversation because I, I was like, you need to understand the <laughs> context, full context. background. Like, okay. Definitely. So yeah, so on the topic of Betches, we know you just celebrated your 10-year anniversary of the founding of Betches. In a recent episode, you talked about it, which was really helpful to me because I'm trying to pursue a career in writing and I constantly second guess myself and think like, is it worth it to be pursuing something that's kind of unconventional and like really risky? Um, So it was helpful for me to hear that you did have like some problems and issues at the beginning and that you were thinking about giving up at certain points. Uh, So we had the question, if you didn't pursue Betches, what was your plan B dream job? It was my plan B job. I think I thought about being like a lawyer at one point. And now that I work with lawyers a lot, I'm like, I can't believe I thought about being a lawyer. Um, (laughs) That was definitely something I was interested in. I did like writing like always, but yeah, I think it probably would have been something with law. I studied public policy at Cornell, so maybe something about that or government. Um, but it's hard to tell. I was never like 100% gung-ho about anything, which I think left left the door open to get into some more creative stuff like with Betches. Of the three of you, was, was one of you maybe like the most optimistic or the most like, I don't know, we should we should bail? Um, I think it's kind of like it, it, we all had those moments at different times. It's Mm -hmm. like, depending on, you know, how it was going or stuff in our personal lives or things like that. But it's like, it it is nice to have the other, you know, the three of us there, especially as friends. Cause like when it's bad, you know, we can like, there's usually someone who's like feeling a little more optimistic at one time when you're not feeling it. Um, so you can sort of like help level each other out in that way, which was always really nice. Yeah, Definitely. 
Beth likes to uh, level me out by completely roasting me until <laughs> I have no self-esteem left. <laughs> I gotta she brings you down a notch. Nice. <laughs> she humbles me. Anytime I start to get like a little bit of uh, overconfidence with what I'm doing. Well, I'm she's just there. a substitute host. I, I, I don't do this. So I have to remind them all the time. I'm like, well, good thing no one's listening. There's really there's nothing to be nervous about. <laughs> That's great. Just I know. Kidding. Sometimes you I will get nervous great. about. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> you need that. You need that in in your business in your life too. Someone who's like, because even yeah, it's someone who bring you up from the lows, but it's also someone to be like, don't get too comfortable. Like we still have right. shit to do. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah you don't want someone to just say away. yes to you all the time. You want someone to say no. That's a really bad idea. So, Betches is really a place for millennial women to go for content I would say and when as a consumer when it came out I felt like it was kind of in response to this world of like fuck Jerry and like um kind of broy memes um I don't know if it was mm-hmm. purposely inspired by that but it just felt like finally we have some content that's kind of geared towards us um so I wanted to ask if there are any major dating trends you've noticed among millennials or specifically millennial women? Sure. I mean, dating apps came out, I think, in like, it already got really popular in like 2012. So it's like, it's something that's very unique to our generation, to the millennial generation is like sort of having dated without them and then dating Mm -hmm. with them. I think it's like a totally different world. Um, A lot of the you know the problems or the things that people are experiencing i that i that i used to experience and that i read in emails is just like kind of feeling tired about in terms of apps in terms of like oh there's like so many choices i feel like kind of disposable like or all either like i feel disposable or there's so many options like how do i know there's not something better out there i think that there it can go both yeah. ways or you're looking for something serious and it's really hard to weed through all the people thinking like do, does this person just want to hook up or is this person looking for right. something more real? Right. I can't even imagine if online dating was in existence when we were in college. I mean, I, I almost I wonder yeah. if people are doing that now because there's something that's like a little more awkward if it's all people you know, like if that was your only pool of matches. But T- I'm totally. Well, I we feel like college is sides. such a bubble. Yeah. Do you know right, what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I can't ima- I feel like they would be less useful. Like you would imagine there'd be like just pe- a million people that are already like. That you've already people, like hooked up with. Like minded. Or- yeah. Yeah. Or like, yeah. You know, people who are like in your scene or around you, like there's so many opportunities to date people. There's like mixers and formals and all that other stuff. Yeah. But I'm sure that I, I think that they are still using them probably in a different way than people who are a little older Not and trying to, find to seriously their, their date. husband. Right. Did you meet your fiance on online? No, someone actually um, introduced us or set us up on a date, rather. Um, so my oh, friend that's from the dream. Yeah, it was it, someone it shipped you. <laughs> someone shipped me. Yeah, that, I mean that's part of the ideation. Is like um, our, my friend from from uh, college was dating my now fiance's friend from high school, and oh. uh, he set us up. And yeah, that was, it was like a great, I mean, it's funny because it's like such a small act that can turn into like such a huge part of your life, that connection, um, which definitely inspired ship in a way. And just like, it, it's, it's really nice to be able to do that for someone. Yeah, no, it's because sometimes with yourself, you can't objectively look at like, maybe who was a good match, but your friend might be able to. So I actually have been shipping Devin's co-host Carolina <laughs> Yeah, and her 
she's just so like we were talking before like she didn't she doesn't know what like, driver's license the song is like she just does not keep up like she doesn't really watch the bachelor religiously she's more like a yes. oh, Joni mitchell artsy girl and so now I'm i love Joni ship. mitchell no hate oh, oh my god too bad she's not here but so shipping for her i'm like this is so cool because it's people who I would have been like, no, like I'm not really like into the artsy types. But right. I'm like, Carolina might like him or like this could really work. So I'm having a blast. Yeah, it's fun yeah. to like date vicariously. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm finally back on the apps. <laughs> I used to, um, is it Hinge that had like only a certain amount of matches per day? That there's it's a few hinge, of them, right? right? Yeah, hinge. Yeah, coffee meets yeah. bagel. I one time let my coworker slash friend, actually Jesse Konevsky, who does the um, corn tween yeah. segment on our show, she took my phone and she's been married for several years. So she was like, "I just want to see what your app is like." And she starts swiping through people on my hinge, and I like desperately was like, "No, I only have a certain <laughs> amount of matches." Like, like, and she was like, "Jesus Christ!" Like, uh, I didn't realize you're so desperate. Oh, no, I was like, "Do not waste, <laughs> do not waste my matches." But yeah, so I wanted to ask how having a dating podcast has affected your relationship and also in connection to that, how having such a big career, I guess, has affected your relationship. So in terms of the podcast, I started the podcast after we were like, we were like dating for, I think, like three or four months when I started the podcast. Yeah. So he was like, he was like down for me to start the podcast when I started dating him, he also, he didn't really, I guess, know me that well yet. But, yeah, where um, you're like, don't listen. Please don't listen yet. <laughs> at first, yeah. At first, I was definitely, like, a little anxious about him listening. But what I've come to learn about him is he's, like, he's he's so, like, not a jealous person or, like, an anxious, That's jealous great. person. Yeah. I, I actually find it kind of annoying, especially in the beginning. I was like, <laughs> you be more jealous. jealous. Like, yeah. yeah, be yeah. more jealous. Like, it'll show that you like, because I have, like, fucked up dating tendencies of my own. Obviously, that's why I started this podcast. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I want him to be, like, angrier than I'm, like, talking about some guy I used to date. Right. It's like, it's in the past. Like, yeah, it's in the past. Like, like I, like, it's cool, like, content, whatever. So that was, like, um, I guess an easier transition. And obviously, like, I talk about our fights sometime or talk about like aspects of our relationship which aren't the most glamorous um but and I think it's about like trying to be respectful in the way that I only really talk about something once we've like gone through it yeah like I wouldn't talk about something that I haven't somewhat like resolved with him or like right that you're still pissed about yeah yeah so I'm not gonna air something that I haven't discussed with him or or gone into with him and in terms of batches, I remember, I mean, when I was single and when I was dating, it was something I was trying to be, like, kind of low-key about. Like, I wouldn't, like, put it on apps or, like, I wouldn't be, like... Oh, really? Okay. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be, like, that forward about it because I also do think there is, especially running a something like batches where, like, someone could ha- come into it with, like, a certain idea of who you are or what you're about. And I just, I, I wanted to kind of go on an even playing field. I prefer to, like, downplay it a little bit and then, yeah, like, I mean, share more as I got into it. Especially because you guys probably met when you were so young, where it's, like, people weren't as far along in their career as, as you were. So I'm sure, it, you For know, sure. guys are sensitive. Yeah, you know. The male <laughs> ego is sensitive. <laughs> It's part, yeah, it's definitely you part have of no that. ambition. Exactly. I'm just here to, uh, be <laughs> to serve you. <laughs> Someone to take care of. 
Um, yeah, no, I think it's a mix. It's it's a little bit of a mix of that and just like, especially with something like Betches, which has such a caricature of like a certain yeah. kind of girl. Do you know right. what I mean? It's not yeah. like I run like a shoe company. Like it's about a persona and like, you know, the stuff you post on social media, like it's a version of yourself, but it's not like your whole self. Yeah. And had they asked any of their girlfriends about it, I'm sure they would have been like, of course I know what that is. So right. better to go in there with no. But speaking of shoes, maybe that should be your guys' next venture. I'd buy it. It's it's possible. Yeah. That's your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> when are you guys getting married? Uh, November in Mexico. Oh, hopefully. so exciting. Congrats. If all goes well. Thank November, you. Yeah. I think we'll be there. We'll get there by then, right? That's the hope. I think I'm going to do it either way. But I'm hoping that other people will be there too in November. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been in full planning mode or are you kind of waiting until closer to? Oh, yeah. I'm full, fully fully in planning mode. Um, I've gotten most of it done already. I was looking at wedding dresses now. That's like one of my last things that oh I'm on. God, you're mostly done? I was like scrambling till the very last second. When did I'm you get impressed. married? Um, 2019, so. 2019. <laughs> It's a good right. year for weddings, right? <laughs> I know. I mean, in hindsight, yeah. I'm glad that went well because soon after, I because mean, we were thinking to waiting a little bit too, but totally. Glad 20, 2019, didn't. best year to get married, worst year to get engaged, right? I yeah. know. Those poor souls. <laughs> I know. I, I, speaking of COVID and events, I, I mean, I think my friends, at least that are still single, that has been like the most challenging thing. And I know that's something that people are writing into you about all the time. Mm-hmm. So, what advice, I guess, have you given people when you're trying to, like, find out if they're on the same page as you, like, taking it off the apps, meeting in person? It just right. sounds so hard. Yeah, it's, like, a totally new dynamic, I think, that no one's ever had yeah. to deal with before. But I think in some ways it's probably kind of positive. Like, if you, someone's not willing to do, like, an initial FaceTime date with you or yeah. to, to do that while they can't see you, they're probably just looking to hook up with you. So I think it's a great way to almost, like, vet people. Because I do think the people who are more serious about, like, really dating or finding, like, a, a relationship are probably more into, like, starting with the virtual dates. Yeah. Um. So I think that's kind of cool. Obviously, there's a lot of drawbacks. I mean, like, it's hard It's hard to get a sense of someone fully. I think an in-person date, there's nothing mm-hmm. that totally matches that in terms of, like, figuring out your chemistry. But I think we're lucky that we live in a, an age where you can see someone, you know, virtually. Like, you can, we can do this podcast. Like, right. this couldn't have been done 10 years ago. Like, if this happened 10 years ago, we would be a lot more, even more isolated, I think, than we are now. Yeah, it's just, and it's a whole other, like, it's almost like COVID sluttiness, where it's like, you have to worry about, like, is he judging me for hooking up with him too soon? And now it's like, is right. he judging me for suggesting we meet up or we maskless, go back? Right. Yeah. yeah, right. Uh, the maskless right. scenario was funny. And I mean, <laughs> he, prob- he probably is, and you should be judging him too. Right. On yeah. like That's kind of like a great new way to like, all dates are in the beginning, especially is just like two people judging everything that they're saying and doing to That's figure true. out if they're a good Nothing match new. but it's not even like but it's good to be judged because i'm like the sooner you're the sooner you're like honest or the sooner you're like telling someone what you're about the sooner they can judge you and you can judge them and see if you're a good match it's like i think that there's a lot in dating and i used to do this too where it's like you try to only put put forward the part of yourself that you thought was like most likable or most relatable or most like that the other person would like but the longer you do that for the more time you're wasting because eventually the someone sees like who you really are and what you're really right. interested in. 
And if they're not a match for them, like it's, you're just going to waste more of your time pretending to be someone that you're not. Yeah. Yeah. So if they're completely careless about wearing a mask, you're like, they're probably selfish. Good thing I know. (laughs) Yeah. They're probably conservative (laughs) Republican. Yeah, exactly. Now I know who they voted for. Great. Thank you. (laughs) No. Yeah. I I really liked what you and Jared were saying on one of your recent episodes. I don't remember if it was the most recent or um, when it was, but just about how like there's kind of positives and negatives to a lot of aspects of covid related things like it's like people are changing their lives which can be positive or negative Mm -hmm. like it's positive if you got the opportunity to move outside of the city but um you know i don't know it's helpful to think of it that way instead of just like utter despair which is what i often (laughs) uh with dating i think that makes a lot of sense especially because i think that the like talking on the phone can be a great like way to get to know someone just because there's no pressure of like do I look good does he like I feel like there's less um pressure than in person so because you could quickly end it I mean that was always my biggest struggle with online dates where I'm like this is horrible but I feel too polite so it's like you want to dessert I'm like yeah I never knew how to. Yeah, this could be like, oh, like work's calling. Bye. Yeah, I lost service. And- <laughs> yeah. Phone just died. I was watching a reality show. I don't even know which one recently. And these two people who had been on a date had to like say goodbye. And it was like awkward. And they were like, okay, well, I guess um, like see you. And my whole body reacted to just like the <laughs> memories of being like anyway i think my uber's here okay bye totally, like, right. so awkward uh, oh my god yeah passing on yeah. the second drink i feel like is always an awkward thing to have oh to yeah do. i yeah. know oh god i just don't have strength as a person like i am so weak to social pressure and i'm too much of a people pleaser to ever like not lead someone on in that that environment a hundred percent but then if your friend's in the same scenario i'm like you gotta just be honest like how would you you, gotta just get out want to be treated if it were you i know it's so hard obviously jordana we we view you as an online dating expert so we wanted to kind of focus on that topic because we do get a lot of questions or listener comments about online dating and app dating um, and we also love your segment on you up red flag or deal breaker. So we were wondering what were some of the red flags or deal breakers that you experienced while app dating, whether it was like an opening line or an experience on an actual date that uh, was either a complete end of the conversation or just like, hmm, maybe I should uh, look into this. Dating apps, let's see. Any sort of like mirror selfie, I feel like was oh, a yeah. Yeah, yeah. deal breaker. Yeah. Yeah. Any, I feel like with a guy's, with a red flag, I would say when a guy's profile was just like only pictures of him looking like they're like very posed. It was kind of like everywhere he went, right. he asked someone to take a dating, a picture they could put on his <laughs> dating app for him. I yeah. mean, it's like, it's fine, but I like, like I, th- a couple of those are kind of cute, but then like yeah. intersperse them with something that seems like something like sort of natural. Um, mm-hmm. I would say sunglasses, too many pictures was a bad sign. Um, too many gr- on the other hand, the other spectrum of that too many group shots where you can't tell which person is actually the person is always tough. <laughs> um, 
It's hard for guys though, because they just like, they're really, they don't take a lot of photos. So, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, I think it is tough. But like, if you have a sister or someone, you know, you have some, yeah, a, someone a, should help a female you, friend right. who like gets it, I feel like there's some, there's, you can figure <laughs> you don't need it to out. You're doing a mirror shot. Yeah, there's no excuse right. for that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is like your resume. This is like your dating <laughs> resume that you're yeah. building here. So it's good to, to show someone who's like put a little effort into it. Yeah, sounds um, and then co- comments that people – oh, another a deal breaker I remember seeing on the apps was, like, anyone who was, like, X, like, need not apply. Or, like, don't right. message me I if you're whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's just, like, a, it's, like, a terrible way to begin. I feel like it gives you, a, like, a negative kind of, like, bitter vibe, um, which I always hated. Um, so I, I would definitely steer clear of those people. There was – there's no bigger turnoff because you know there's someone who, like, hates woman probably of just like, right oh right. If you think that da, 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 yeah <laughs> yeah so white pla- and right yep, like who hurt you why are yeah. you <laughs> right right <laughs> also the the mirror selfie thing reminded me i was dating this guy years ago and he sent me a picture of him like in the bat like he just was standing no. in his bathroom and took a picture of him shirtless and sent it to me and unfortunately, I did hang out with him again, but I had screenshotted no. the picture to make fun of him and send it to my friend because she was like, how like, how was the date or whatever? And I sent I screenshotted the mirror selfie and sent it to her. So then the next time I hung out with this guy, I was like swiping through some pictures that I wanted to show him of something and he saw the mirror selfie screenshot. Oh so then I like tried to play it off and was like. Oh, like so good. I love it so good. (laughs) (laughs) He probably believed it. Like if he's flattered, yeah. Yeah, like if he wanted to send you that, he was probably like, "Yeah, she liked it." Like, yeah, he probably changed his his profile to put up like more of those (laughs) now. It's working. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, it was just like I was like, okay, I don't have like a spank bank in my iPhone. Uh, Okay, I'm not like a monster. So speaking of red flags and deal breakers, we had some of our listeners submit some of the worst or weirdest opening lines they received or experiences they had on app dates. And we were wondering if we could read read you some of them and then uh, if you would consider telling us if they are red flags or deal breakers. Sure. Okay, great. If you would. Be so kind. If you would be so kind, please, perhaps please, Jordana, if, if you might. If think. you, <laughs> perchance, if you um have any, she approved in your heart. You, you can, you can move forward. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Listen, I don't know. I get nervous. Um. Okay. So, meanwhile, the questions are not polite at all. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, one of them is the opening line. This person sent them was, "Do you like bread?" The person respond responded, of course, and this other person, man or woman, said, "Bready to fuck." Okay, that'd be a, <laughs> I think that'd be a deal breaker. It'd be like unmatch the thing. Well, I mean, that would and be it, a restraining order. Well, it's almost like something like that is almost a little more refreshing than like someone pretends that they're like a normal person, and then you go on a date with them, and then right. they send. It'd be more annoying to get that. After you went on a good date with someone, right? You'd be like, some time, right? Yeah. So I'm saying, like, right. it's all about, like, it's great that we can judge people so so easily, like, judge for being an very quick. Right yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there was one person who wrote in and said that 
something along those lines like this person seemed really normal they had a great conversation they set up a date and then like the day of the date the guy messaged and said where on your body would you like me to kiss you tonight or something and she was like okay cancel but yeah it's like (laughs) once you get to that point one guy that I matched with um and was going to go on a date with I looked up his Instagram like too late like I should have done it immediately but I waited and his Instagram had multiple photos of naked women like on it he was like a monster (laughs) oh my god I'd say just a red flag um <laughs> what the naked photos <laughs> that could be you yeah right it's tough out there um yeah what's worth some other ones Deb? this was on a first date a dude was showing me pictures on his phone and flipped to a pic of my brother <gasps> <laughs> why why <laughs> She followed up and said, turns out they were actually friends in real life, but it really freaked me out. But why do you have a picture of him? And why wouldn't you have my friends? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't have just like solo shots of Beth saved, even though I do have mirror pics of some guy saved. It's weird that he wouldn't have mentioned it like when they were first planning. Yeah, that's true. Very weird. I would say red flag, but like still weird. Okay, that's like something's going on. (laughs) Yeah. That is very weird. That's like me telling people that Jordan and I are friends at Cornell. She's like, no, I didn't know. We are friends. We are friends now. I just have a few, just a few pictures in my. uh, We're friends who both went to Cornell, but who weren't friends at Cornell. Friends. Yeah, right. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. That sums it up. (laughs) It was kind of weird, though, because at Beth's rehearsal dinner for her wedding, she kept saying the Betches girls are going to be here here. any minute. (laughs) Right. The Betches girls. They had like she an was like, it's so weird. So they like, can't come. I was your invisible bridesmaid, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm still upset, but it's all right. I'll be there in Mexico, November. <laughs> the Jersey Turnpike is completely closed down. The Betches girls are stuck on the Turnpike. <laughs> did you get married in New Jersey? I or did. Or you just assume yeah. we're from New Jersey? Okay. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no. What, she... Kevin? What? <laughs> I think it's great to be from New Jersey. As Beth knows, I love New Jersey. Yeah, I'm from um, Monmouth County, so you got married in Asbury Park. Oh, nice. Yeah. It looks like a lovely place. I haven't been, but I've seen pictures. <laughs> it's lovely. I mean, I have been for your wedding. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> and then she lost the story. I blew again. it. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to a couple of listeners who submitted their bios and we're wondering if you would critique their bios for them okay maybe maybe improve them give some tips i'll try okay (laughs) so this i know it's kind of uh it's hard this listener's bio is please don't flirt with me i'm not trying to cheat on my crush who doesn't like me tongue out emoji i say no tongue out emoji just in general in life yeah, I'm not me. a fan of that one either. It makes me a little uncomfortable. The tongue out emoji. Yeah, I would say not even like a re- it's not even a real emoji. It's just like the colon p too. Mm. Oh yeah, sorry. This was an analog emo- emoticon. <laughs> oh wow, old school. <laughs> can, old you, school can you can you repeat it emote. one more time? Um, yeah, it's please don't flirt with me. I'm not trying to cheat on my crush who doesn't like me. Um, it's funny. It's cute. I get it. I guess, but it's a little like. 
you're here for like the date it's like you're a little it's starting off a little self-deprecating but like i get it it's right. kind of like trying to be funny i think it's kind of like she's 20 hmm. she's 20 yeah. okay that that helps paint the picture yeah. um i think for the relationship that you're looking for when you're 20 it could be kind of fun yeah yeah i mean it's hard i remember always struggling with like not wanting to i'm just not used to being like sincere and earnest when i write things i don't know like i i feel like on social media i'm always self-deprecating um except for the one time i posted a picture of a lake with the caption beauty beyond and beth never let me forget it um (laughs) (laughs) so i never write like sincere like earnest things like that so it was hard making the bios trying to find like the middle ground between like saying what i wanted or or giving like an idea but not like yeah. yeah right I think it's I think it's kind of it's like cute I think if you're 20 that makes sense I think the vulnerability kind of comes like later as you're looking for something like more yeah, right. serious and like trying to like kind of like cut out the like jokiness from it but I feel like that's something maybe I would have done dating at that age just because you are kind of like being fun you're being like again like not the most vulnerable but not every relationship has to be like that or not every like dating app meetup has to be like that so depending on what she's looking for i think it's cute okay approved approved um next listener i don't have their age unfortunately but the bio is i'm a redhead my whole life is a joke um kind of like closed eyes smiling emoji (laughs) will (laughs) scream will scream will scream sing in the car with you or without you looking for another dumbass to hang out with, tongue out emoji. I'm, <laughs> this is actually Carolina's dating. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. She's never there. She's using pictures of me on her yeah, dating app. Oh my God. She's catfishing me. Okay. Looking for another dumbass to hang out with, tongue out emoji. I'm a morning person. Don't at me. Okay. So I'm going to say I'm a morning person. Don't at me is the best thing you have going here. Yeah. Hold I would on almost- to that. I would delete every other line. What was the second <laughs> yes. line? It was like, "Will scream sing, sing in the car in the with car. or without you?" That's kind of like what was, cute. What was before that? I'm a my life is a joke. I would get rid of that. My whole life is a joke. I'm a redhead. I would change that. <laughs> right. I don't think anyone's. Hey. If I saw someone else's dating app bio that said, "My whole life is a joke," I don't think I'd be like motivated to swipe right. <laughs> right don't step into this dumpster fire like i think it's you want to start off like i I think it's it's cute to be like a little self-deprecating but this is like you know you don't want to get involved (laughs) right right and also she calls herself a dumbass which right like you don't have to do that to yourself listen the world is harsh and people are gonna try to tear you down you don't have to tear your own self down and and call yourself a dumbass yeah i'd get Um, rid of that line yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm a morning person. Don't at me is kind of like self-deprecating, funny, and then you could Topical. put like a more serious, yeah. yeah, a more serious thing after that. I just think it depends who she's looking for, though, because I just I feel right. like I've seen so many male bios be like, "I'm a dumbass," so like that guy 
right was attracted to this bio yeah right Right. like there is another dumbass who wants to hang out with her (laughs) but usually i feel like if you're a dumbass you want to date someone smart to like level you out a little bit right Right. Right. opposites attract you should have specified like i'm a dumbass not looking Looking for for, right looking for (laughs) another dumbass (laughs) (laughs) i'm a dumbass looking to raise some kids with low sat scores who else is in for the ride (laughs) low bar Okay, and then the last one, uh, too slutty for Christian Mingle. That's funny. That's funny. That's Although really I, funny, and I was just going to say, like, especially if you're only looking for a casual thing. Yeah, I agree. If you're looking to hook up, perfect, perfect bio. If you're looking for, like, a serious relationship. <laughs> Another dumbass to marry. Hmm. Right. <laughs> I don't know if I would start on that, but even if it's true. <laughs> yeah. Even though all of us probably are. I love that it's short, though. I mean, yeah. that was like always, I was always looking for like a bio like that, that was just like a punch, like something yeah. funny yeah. like I that. agree. I think less is more. The longer you get, the more I'm like, all right, this is <laughs> a real. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's Wrap almost like it the up. line between like too authentic and like intense versus like right. too jokey. You want like yeah. somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Right, especially when every single part of it you want to be funny. It's just like, ugh. Yeah, totally. It's, it's like a something worried. a little vulnerable, something funny. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. The perfect yeah. formula. Before we go to our final little segment thing, I guess I should just say it professionally. Before we go to our final segment, since I'm so <laughs> polite this episode, what would you say is the most common issue that people write in to you up about regarding online dating or the apps like is there one thing that tends to come up a ton and if so what is your main piece of advice for that I don't know if it's like one stands out a lot there's probably a few things I think that people ask right a lot about it's kind of like how do I tell if this person is actually interested or like why did this person why did this person pretend to be like or it seems like they pretended or they seem like they were into me and then suddenly just stop asking for dates or ghost or fade out do you know what i mean i think there's a lot of just like dating is one of those things where people just like very rarely say what they mean or ask for what they want and so there's so much gray area to decipher and so i think the best advice to give from either side is like if you're interested in someone like let them know they're not going to be turned off by that and you'll get an answer sooner than like you would if you were just like trying to like play this game or like trying to be likable by not being Mm -hmm. too clingy you're not asking for what you want or seeming like you don't want to seem like desperate or like you care too much but i think the longer you do that the more time of yours you waste because then you're just in this like middle ground in between area where you're like you don't know what the person's thinking they don't necessarily know that you're looking for something more serious So you wind up just like wasting a lot of your mental energy and time, like trying to figure out these things that would have been avoided if you were just upfront and you were like, I want to go on dates. Do you want to go on dates? Or like, (laughs) I want, you know what I mean? I'm looking to take this to the next level of like a relationship. Like, are you looking to that? People are so scared to say that even if it's they want what they want. Um, So I think they just kind of like dance around it and they wind up wasting a lot of their time. Yeah, I love that because I always try to give that advice and remember that advice. Carolina and Beth and I have talked a lot about like the gone girl, cool, cool, the gone girl, cool girl girl monologue. And like that trap of wanting to seem um, 
like you're not yourself like you're like the perfect I- idealization of a girl that whatever insert guy would be interested in um and obviously i'm not that <laughs> i'm not gone girl <laughs> and i'm not cool girl so it's hard to like do that in practice but it's true like i just think the sooner you find out who someone is the better and the sooner they find out who you are the better totally i love that monologue it's a great scene it's so good yeah okay so finally this was beth's idea credit where credit's due we wanted to do a would you rather online dating edition with you jordana if you're interested in playing trying to be polite are you interested if you're so interested I and like that you're asking so for intrigued. consent every every step of the way. You're asking for consent. <laughs> yeah, you're um, such a good role model. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to, I mean, when we play Would You Rather, it's like you have to feel like you really have to embody each of these things. Like, And it's so hard for me because like the other day, Ben asked me, would I rather Scooter, Braun, or Dr. Luke? And I was like, I can't answer that question. <laughs> I can't answer that question. And he's like, no, you have to. I love oh my God. Feel these questions in the same way. But um, okay. Would you rather online dating edition? First edition. Okay. His profile has exclusively shirtless mirror pics or pictures from his previous wedding. Is his bride his in them? Yeah, she's in them. Oh, she's in them? <laughs> then the shirtless pics. I have I know a guy who's divorced and he actually he was showing me his dating app profile and like it is pictures from his wedding. He looks great in them, but I like know, she's not odd. she's not in them. But like <laughs> there are pictures from you can't tell. But I'm like this is weird. But uh, yeah, she's in them definitely. <laughs> but it just makes me. It, it, I remember it made me think because I was just like I can't imagine like. I'm like, if I'm marrying, I'm marrying my fiance. Like, we get married. We're on. Like, it's the most a magical day of my life. <laughs> then we get divorced like later, and then I see this this big fucking picture, which he yeah, looks so great, like, and I dressed I him for. for the photographer. Right, yeah. it's on the apps. Um, that would infuriate Oof. me as the bride. But if she's in them, mirror pics. If she's not in them, the wedding pics. Yeah. I know there probably are. Good if it's the picture of them it. cutting the cake, no. <laughs> Any of if them, it's a picture like, of him oh, goofy God. dancing in the middle of the dance floor, it's fine. Okay. Round two. Your bio. So your bio either notes your SAT score with no additional context or an inspirational <laughs> quote from Sarah Palin. <laughs> well, am I a dumbass? <laughs> so, <laughs> it's am I looking for a dumbass? <laughs> it can be your SAT score. <laughs> I would say is the Sarah Palin one. I feel like could depending on the quote, it could be like a joke. Like it could you're be right. like ironically funny. You're right, but right. So so could the SAT score. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it really depends on the context of each. But I think like gut reaction, gut re- reaction. I think I'd rather the Sarah Palin quote. You're right. It could be funny. Yeah. <laughs> could turn people off. Um, all right. Question three. You're on your first date, so you're you're past the you're past the apps. And he asks the waiter, here's your options. Either how, how many Weight Watchers points are in my, my meal, or he asks her where the potty is. Ooh. <laughs> Those are, that's a good one. Those are both really, really bad. bad. Um, yeah. I guess the Weight Watchers points, because, like, at least he's trying, I guess. <laughs> yeah. He's trying you know to get his I mean? life together. And he's like, again, it's almost like he's he's showing you who he is. Like, he's clearly a guy who's like, 
like yeah. interested in staying at a certain fitness level. He could be. I think it's a little unattractive <laughs> that he didn't hide it from you for longer. Do you know what I mean? But right, like, right, right. Yeah, yeah I think in the. If I think about like long-term dating, I'm, I'm, I'm more interested in that, I think, than someone who's saying potty. I just think it's less of a match, <laughs> yeah. match for me personally. <laughs> he has something that he hasn't developed past. I mean, it'd be worse if he asked the Weight Watcher, if he was like, how many are in her meal? Then I would be like, <gasps> yeah, that would be <gasps> a different <No>. story. <laughs> yeah. How many calories so are in her So he's a gaslighting meal? abuser? Okay. Yeah. Can you please Goodbye. wrap half of hers then? Thank you. No! <laughs> oh my God, I can't. I'm having a visceral reaction. All right, so we like the Weight Watcher's points. Guy. we like him okay would you rather have full access to your fiance's former matches and conversations or be a fly on the wall of two dates of your choosing so you could read through every app activity he ever had or at least watch two of his dates um i'd like to watch two of the dates because i think it'll tell you like more yeah then the capcom the app combos i feel like are pretty superficial they are. So, I'm just so nosy. I'd love to see yeah. both. All right. I wish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd like access to all of it. But um, if I had to choose. Okay. Next question. On Bumble, as we know, the woman has to start the conversation. So you either have to start every single combo with, you look so much like my dad. Hot. Or um, <laughs> before this gets too far, have you ever dated a girl that's been in prison? So I have to, I'm writing this? You have to write this. This yes. has to be your opening line for. You look so much like my dad hot. Or the second one is. Before this gets too far, have you ever dated a girl that's been in prison? I think I would go with the second one because like, it's kind of funny, I guess. Although I'm trying to think yeah. which one would be more of a turn off <laughs> to them. Like who's going to respond? The prison one is at least like. Intriguing. Yeah, it's a little more intriguing. Like, I would think someone would, might find out, just want to know, like, could like be why. a white collar crime. Like, it could be like a Teresa, a Judice thing. Insider trading. Like, yeah. totally. Might wanna, yeah. It might lend itself to a better conversation. The cool crime. I could be like Martha Stewart. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh no, I'm actually rich. I just did my right. taxes wrong. <laughs> I'm actually rich. <laughs> That's the second line when he responds. Well, I'm actually rich, but um, I did a white collar crime. Yes. That's, yeah, why I think I'm, also, that's why I'm rich, actually. <laughs> yeah, so I'll pay. The dad hot one, too, is like, what? where does the conversation go from there? It's not a question. It doesn't really start a convo. You're right, it's you're more right. just a statement. I like, right. do you want to see a picture of my dad? That, right, that <laughs> one makes me like more uncomfortable than the prison one for some reason. I don't know if that says something about me, but... Yeah. Do you want do you want me to send you a picture of my hot dad? Yeah. Question mark. <laughs> do you think your mom is hot? Question mark. Um Okay, last question. Would you rather have your mom or dad ship you? Ugh, neither. They're both like terrible. <laughs> like at, like dating and marriage. They would like <laughs> it wouldn't last whoever they picked what? you. Yeah, I wouldn't want either of them shipping me. They're not, they don't have a good track record themselves. They've both been divorced like a ton. Um, but if I had to have, well, I don't know, they're also like, oh, I'm thinking about all the people they've tried to set me up with in the past. Like, <laughs> so they've tried to terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess, I guess my mom, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I don't even have a good reason. All right, she wins. Yeah, that was wow. our that was our game. Reluctantly, you rather? <laughs> yeah, that that you, it's supposed to be hard. You know what? Yeah. 
props for answering every question because I know that um, you could have pleaded the fifth on any of them. No, I, that wasn't one of the rules. I wasn't going to let her. Uh, open open book. Do you know what I mean? These we were a it. good level of personal. I liked it. I just got like dark there with like the divorce thing. But other than that. No, but that means you were getting in the mindset. You were like, all right, either my mom or dad is picking my future. Right. Which okay, one is wait, worse I at have... dating? I don't know. I have a really hard one. Okay. Would you rather Jordana have either me or Beth ship you? Well, I mean, Beth's my best friend from Cornell. <laughs> So yes. it's not really a fair question. Finally, yeah. <laughs> okay. Listen, I should. I know a lot about her, so I knew I was at a, disinva- a disadvantage. Sorry, Devin. <laughs> it's fine. Listen, I have Carolina on my ship app, and no, I haven't looked for anyone for her, but I will. Good, Jordana. It's been so great to have you, and so much fun. Thank you for being an open book with us, for sharing your expert advice with us. Um, is there anything that you want to plug or promote before we let you go? Just check out if you want more dating advice or want to listen to our podcast, check out You Up. It's everywhere you get your podcast and you can follow us on Instagram at You Up Pod at U-U-P-P-O-D on Instagram. Right. Great. Strongly recommend. Um, all right. We'll be right back with more True Romance. Thank you so much, Jordana and Beth, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. I want true romance. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, 
Hey, True Romance listeners. Um, I wanted to comment on a few of the things that Beth Jacobs Cohen and Devin Leary said about me at the top of this episode. I love the interview with Jordana. But to think, I come home after a 15-hour workday. I'm tired, but it's International Women's Day, and I just can't wait to listen to my girls. Then I put on my headphones, and when I start the episode, I hear slander. I hear stories about me going to Texas because they lifted the mask rule, and I wanted to participate in a brisket eating contest. That's not the case. I'm here in Los Angeles, and to think on International Women's Day, I would be listening to this. I mean, I'm at a loss for words, and, and I'm at a loss for words because my mom said, you're so nice, Rosie. Carolina Rose, you're so nice. You're not mean like those mean girls. Those mean girls who call and hang up and giggle on the phone. My mom grabs the phone and says, who is it? Who is it? Is it that mean girl Beth again? And I say, "Mom's." Stop, it's only going to make it worse. So, now True Romance listeners know where I got my grit. And it's from 10 years with Beth in New York City. Once I thought I was mooning Beth, but I was really wearing Spanx. And the joy it brought her to see me in Spanx can never be matched. I don't think she was that happy at her wedding. Speaking of her wedding, I'd like to say hi to one person, one person only, and that's Ben Cohen, Beth's husband, who really could greet you in front of an Abercrombie and Fitch. He's that attractive. You know, a lot of people think Beth's his mom or his sick aunt, but she's his wife. And I'm just happy that, you know, we found someone who can pull Beth away from the soup plantation at closing hours. And um, I congratulate Jordana for being mature and in sticking with this interview. I look forward to receiving apologies from Beth and Devin, at preferably a handwritten note. You know, Kate Middleton did it. It's the least you can do. Because I don't feel very protected right now. Catch you next time on True Romance. Right now, find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. 
<sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.